Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey guys, and welcome to Hobby Addicts, episode 190. On January 5th, I'm your host, Mitsugi. And on a lovely day here in Denver, I am joined by two good buddies. We have Mandy over in Cincinnati. Mandy, what is up? Hi, I'm here. I've got coffee, I've got cat, oh, and、yeah. good to go. Special Can guest. Can I say hi? Yes,、yeah, say hi. Can you say hi? Oh, we、that? got a little bit. We got、yeah. a little bit of it. <laughs> enhance, enhance the audio, blow it up 200%. Maximize bass drop. We have La Neko. Oh, and also the very、um, manly voice on the other end. We have the fantastic Mason. Mason, what's up? Oh, I'm doing just dandy. I have no cats, no coffee, but I'm doing all right myself.、So. Do you have, do you have any pets, Mason? I do not. All right, living the, li- living the simple life, the pet free yes, life. Yes, indeed. As I have learned lately, not only is having no pet simple, but it is also far less expensive for vet- veterinary bills are insanely high. So I have no idea why a, human MR- why a human ultrasound costs approximately 20% of what, it, of, of what a feline ultrasound costs. However, that is the case, and that is aside the point. We are at Hobbies' Hobby Addicts. Welcome, everybody. I am going to be talking about the NFL playoffs today because really didn't have a lot of like, extracurricular nerd stuff going on this week.、Um, the anime we were watching for the podcast, Villain Saga, was rather long compared to some, and so had to spend most of my time on that. But Mandy's going to be talking about a b- binge of Black Mirror. Mm hmm. What is that on Netflix? Netflix. Okay. And.、Uh, Switch demos. Mason's been sampling some Switch games, I think. Yes, indeed. Okay, well, who wants to get started? Because, you know, I don't really know that anybody really. Some people may care about the NFL playoffs, but it's probably not top, top of everybody's list. So, why don't we start with the Switch demos? That seems like more, that seems a little closer to our fan base than anything else. What do you think?、Mason? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can get started with this. So, As you guys know, I take forever to play through my Pokemon <laughs> Shield game. But、oh、I did、gosh. finally. You just finished it? <laughs> I, I beat it right before the end of my holiday break. Isn't it like,、mm. isn't it like 20 hours? It was probably like 30 to 35 hours for me because I spent、That's, a lot of time、okay. trying to fill out my Pokedex the best I could as a non online player. But、uh, I did a pretty good job and it was fun. Did you finish it? You finished the Pokedex? No, no. I, I got like. Oh, okay. A、uh, little bit over 300, but at, after、gotcha. that point, like you just need、oh, wow. other people for trades and stuff. Yeah. And I was like,、eh, I'm good on this one, Chief. 300. That seems like plenty already, in my opinion. Exactly, exactly. But I, I had a fun time, but I, you know, I didn't really want to play it on the plane ride back. I was kind of Pokemon'd out. And I really only play my Switch when I'm traveling, so I didn't want to start a whole new game.、Uh, so I was like, you know what? I went on the Switch store and I saw that they had a ton of demos. And I was like, I'm just going to download a metric poop ton of demos and just play that over the plane ride. <laughs> How many is a metric poop ton? Please、um, enlighten me. <laughs> I mean, I only ended up playing like four. So four. <laughs> four so four、demos. is a poop. 
Okay, yes. gotcha. Well, of uh, the metric variety. Reference. But uh, <laughs> so I was like, no, this way I don't have to pay for any games, but I can get a flavoring on a bunch of them and kind of keep my eye out for if there are any sales or discounts in the future. So I downloaded four games and I ran through the demos and I have various opinions on them. Um, I figured that'd be fun to go through and kind of analyze like how good the demo is versus the game proper. So the first game I downloaded was Ori in the Blind Forest, like the oh. definitive oh, yeah, edition. And uh, I've played a good bit of this before at like other people's houses and stuff. And it's a bunch of fun. Mm-hmm. And replaying the demo, it was definitely like, you know, it just was like the beginning of the game. It just put you right in. You saw the whole like opening cinematic, which is always just crushing. And then Very you kinda, Yeah. So you kind of just make your way up to like the first tree of life in the game so it was actually like at least half an hour of like gameplay and it kind of got you used to the mechanics the controls and it was a bunch of fun and i don't love the game enough to like re-buy the first edition of it i'm excited for the sequel that's coming out but the the first one reminded me of that i like i really don't need to, to play it anymore like i got it but it was fun um the second gorgeous. game i it tried looks, it looks gorgeous i mean Quick question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is the Switch version, does that have anything added to it that wasn't... Uh, I played it on PC, on Steam. Did it add anything to it? I mean, from the half an hour that I played, it seemed like a great uh, yeah. platform to play it on. Like, the Switch would definitely be... Because I wanted to see how it felt compared to PC. And it mm. felt fantastic. So, I mean, it's just... It's Hollow Knight just without the same kind of combat. And it's not as... I don't know. It's just very similar, side scrolling, beautiful aesthetic, and it was a good time. Sounds like it's not on PS4. Mm. Um, it might that's be. A, that's Ori? I thought it was. I, 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 oh, I would it assume is. it's on all platforms. Yeah. As of August, it wasn't. So I'm not really sure. I'm reading an article hmm. here, and they said it's not. As of August, the middle of August, it wasn't. But. Oh yeah, it's not. <clears throat> it's really weird. It's on everything else though. That that's on. That's kind of odd. Usually it's. Uh, usually PlayStation is not the out of the four things. It's normally not the not the only one that gets cut out. But okay. Well, I did just look it up, and the second game is being published by Xbox Game Studios, so that's Ooh. probably why they're not yeah. shipping oh, it see. over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second game I played that I was a huge fan of. I was, I know, I had heard about this game before, and I had seen some videos, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. But actually playing it really solidified my like desire to play it eventually was a uh, blasphemous mm. uh, this is a, oh like, yeah i've been wanting to play that a 2019 game by uh the game kitchen studios and uh they haven't done much but this was just you know that this is much more like hollow knight mixed with dark souls and it was just so crunchy and satisfying to play <laughs> it was a blast yeah this has been on my list i've been wanting to play this i like i i saw it i i mean I saw people talk about it and give it good reviews, and I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. But actually getting my hands on it was like, ooh, this just was so satisfying, and it was a ton of fun. And I definitely would recommend downloading the demo because, like Ori, it just dropped you in at the very beginning and said, "Here's the first up to like the first mini boss of the game. Go mm. die a bunch." I'm gonna have to download the demo for this one. It kind of the art kind of feels like. Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne a little bit. There's a lot of uh, very like interesting designs on the monsters, but a lot of them are very like gothic. Or and I'm looking at one here that's got like um, 
like a skeleton. It, it almost looks like one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's got this very like religious wow. undertone to everything, yeah. but it, it has this. Ooh, it's just it was so satisfying to play. It's Definitely crunchy. recommend that one. How much is that on Switch? <sighs> on Switch, I think it was twenty twenty four, maybe. Which was oh, a oh, 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 yay! I have. Seven. Seven. I, a gift card, card. I don't like. know what to spend it on. Well, now you <laughs> That's do. That's what I was asking. Seventeen on <laughs> PSN for once. I was debating between that and Bloodstained because they're both very like Metroidvania games. So oh, I wow. might get this one over. This one appealed me to appealed to me more than Bloodstained, and it's okay, twenty five cool. on Switch, but I think it's like under twenty on Steam. Oh, awesome! Okay, yeah, it's like I said, so. seventeen on PlayStation. Yeah, so definitely at least try out the demo. Um, the next game I played, well, played it with quotes around it, was the Kill a Kill fighting game. Oh my god! Kill a Kill <laughs> if, because please enlighten me. I'm a you know I'm a big Kill a Kill fan. I love just about everything about the show. It's kind of what brought me back into anime after being away from it for a while. And I was like, ooh, I, the fighting game always didn't look that great, but I wanted to try it out. So I downloaded it, and the demo, the first. I don't know, the 15 minutes is just, like, cutscenes from the game. Oh, shit. You mean from so the like, anime? So, like, you didn't even really get to play it. No, from the game. So the oh. game recreated kind of, like, a plot, structure, scenes, moments from the anime in, like, their CG style. And you just watched all of it to be like, yep, this is what I know. And, and then it's one, like, tutorial fight where they just have, like, a dummy for you to try out combos on. And then it ended. So... As a fighting game, it wasn't bad. I'm just not a big fighting game guy. And the demo just really didn't have much to offer in terms of like what it's going to be like. I guess it really doesn't matter because a fighting game is a fighting game in that you're in an arena. It's like very much like the new DBZ style where it's 3D. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can go up and around. It's very mobile. It's fast, but shaded. just didn't really appeal to me. The best part of this game by far, by far, was that they had all the, like the music and soundtrack from the original so they definitely got like all the licensing rights to that and just having that in there was like okay this is fun to listen to but it didn't really sell me as a game unlike blasphemous this one's way outside of my area like i'm not really a big fighting game guy mostly because i just not very good at them but i also am sort of lukewarm on kill a kill so this one i'll have to pass on probably yeah guys i keep looking up more on blasphemous and i think i'm gonna get this after we're done done. i want to run around kill shit as pyramid head (laughs) Oh yeah, the, the permanent uh, head look—it's so good. <laughs> well, that's that. You know what, Mandy? That's the commercial right there. They should just say "kill shit as pyramid head" and yeah, sell I'm copies. In. Yeah, I'm, I think this I'll, is so great. I think I download the demo and try it out. Probably, I'd probably download the demo as soon as, like, in between this and the main podcast for like I'll take two minutes and go get it just so that when the podcast mm-hmm. is done, I can go try it. So there you yeah. go, everyone. Blasphemous review in a, <laughs> a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, then, right. Just to wrap things up, the final game I had downloaded, which I had played before, I dabbled in, was uh, Katamari Damashi, the oh, real yeah. edition for the Switch. Oh, I love it. And it played all right. It's It was just Katamari. You just played one, like the first stage where you are rolling up like clothespins and uh, matchboxes, like that size world. Is it like the very and first game? I I'm assuming if that's how that game started, but yeah, yeah it I starts mean, off with like the bombastic opening 
and saying like, hey, you got to roll stuff up. Yeah. Puking rainbows and shit. Pretty much. Yeah. Man, that's uh, a throwback and a half. That that takes me clear back to freshman year of college. I mean, we're used to like in the dorms, we used to people we 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 a bunch of us had it when we used to spend an hour just to just to beat someone else's record by like one millimeter. And we have we're like getting some like ridiculous sizes. So what was console was that on originally when you were playing it? PlayStation was the first one. And it was only and you twi- used like the two like analog yep. sticks to control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that took me a little while to remember, like, oh, yeah, this is how you do it. And the game was $20 when it first came out. What a steal. Unbelievable. Like, that game, I got that game the same time I got Shimigami Nocturne. And mm-hmm. that, that game was, Nocturne is just such a difficult and just almost unfair game at times. And then it's like, you just get frustrated, then you put in Katamari, and you're just swept away into, like, this mesmerizing, roll this ball of shit around, and it's just great. <laughs> I mean... I guess I've heard so much about Katamari and I've like just dabbled in it, but I guess I just have never felt like justified in, you know, pursuing it further because I feel like I've got it. Like I got the concept. I know it's supposed to be super relaxing, super calming, but I I, I almost feel like, oh, I've got the demo. That's enough to like (laughs) play whenever I need. Like, what am I going to do? The same thing with just more stuff. Later. Yeah, well, they throw gimmicks in there like, oh, well, now you're doing like the pi instead of doing like a planet, you know, like, yep, yep. Like, oh, now you're doing the Pisces constellation. So you do a level where you're trying to see how many fish you can pick up, you know, or, or, or like you're doing Pisces or you're doing um Gemini. So you're trying to figure out how many like sets of twins you can find, you know, in the world to roll them up. So they they spice it up a little bit, but mostly it's just, you know, you trying to find one of every item in the there's like there's like a hundred, like like ten thousand items or something you can pick up, and you know you're trying to fill out like your item book and listening to the crazy okay. music. No, I get you. I get you. Yeah. It, it seems like a great veg out game. It is just not one for me, but I'm glad I tried out the demo, and that was kind of all that I uh, dabbled with. And I thought, you know, I mean, for the price of free, it took very little time to download these things, and I feel like I got a good flavor for Ori and Blasphemous, and reconfirmed that Kill a Kill is not for me. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can't go wrong with free. It's like you're sampling all exactly. these games and you're getting to try a little bit of every. It's like going to an ice cream shop, walking in, getting a solid taste of each ice cream, and then just leaving. Zooming <laughs> right out of there. Well, I don't feel as guilty about it because I might, I might buy Blasphemous if it goes I was on say, sale. That sounds like a very Mason thing. You might have sold. <laughs> you might have sold three copies of Blasphemous. I exactly. You know, I'm out of the kindness of my heart. You're welcome. Now, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd feel too guilty not to do it, but it perfectly filled up my two-hour plane ride back home, and it's exactly what I needed while I watched. Uh, th- th- what was it? Spider-Man: F- Far From Home. That is that the newest one? I watched like half of that while I played these games, and it was something. Anyway, that's that's all I did this week, pretty much, besides watch anime. Mm, Blasphemous is short, though. 13 hours. Pretty short. It's not bad for $20, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, 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 was going, I went to a place last night, to an arcade last night that has bowling in it. And, man, they want, like, they want six fifty a game per person. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy, like... Six fifty a game per person, and then four dollars per per pair of shoe rental. And I'm like, you play one game of bowling with two people, and you just spent twenty bucks. And the bowling game lasts like what? Damn. A game of bowling is like what half an hour. So, yeah, when you look at it like that, video games are pretty uh, cheap source of entertainment. <laughs> Mandy, Black Mirror. 
Hi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't do much this week. This week, I spent my New Year's watching, just binging a bunch of Black Mirror with my sister, mm. and we watched the uh, Bandersnatch movie. And then I read some manga on Thursday and Friday. I was very sick. I think I slept for like 15 hours, so <laughs> I haven't done much this week. I apologize, but um, yeah, I uh, I have never seen Black Mirror. It was new to me. I mean, it's been out for a long time though. So it was just a, a Netflix series that I never started, and I but I've heard a lot of people talk about. And so uh, my sister and I were looking for something to watch on New Year's Eve, and we we're like, let's just watch this Black Mirror show. And we ended up getting really hooked on it. <laughs> it was great. So but kind of, um, yeah, what kind of show is that? Is that Black Mirror is a science fiction. Um, like series it's a british uh show and it's by uh, it's kind of like a twilight zone except uh they're all like cautionary tales about the advancement of technology and so you get all kinds of different um like different kind of episodes about tech different types of technology and how and they always start out normal and then get crazy towards the end (laughs) it's like uh, it's it's blown out of like it's like supposed to be crazy like like to an extreme uh, towards the end of like this is like what could happen if it went out got out of hand so there was like an episode about sort of like twitter and there's an episode about uh kind of like instagram ish and there's one about like um i can't say her name because she'll talk to me that thing from amazon (laughs) and uh there is one about like a um woman who installs like a parental control unit inside of her daughter's brain and and can control her that way like what she can see like censorship it was that one was crazy mm. and then there was one about like uh vr quote unquote fighting game which ended up being one of my favorite oh that one's wild lord is it, you I mean, seen that all, one i've so i have not seen a single full episode of these but oh, i'm always okay. intrigued of the concepts and they're all like you know, very standalone episodic episodes. So I'm yes. I'm waiting for like someone to be like, here is like the definitive best of list of Black Mirror. I mean, it's been around for five seasons. It's got like over 20 yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. I just I'm waiting for someone to be like, here are the definitive best of the best ones. And uh, then I'll check it out. But I, I just love the concept of it. It is, like you said, a modern day Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um yeah, so we we accidentally jumped into season five. Oh wait, maybe oh. It was season four. Which one did, had uh, striking vipers? Mm. That was the first one that we watched, and we were like, "Oh shit, let's just watch all of these." <laughs> so um, I think maybe it was season four that we came into, and we watched everything in that, and then we just started skipping around. We were just like, "Let's just look at these synopsis because we obviously don't have time to watch all of these. They're all an hour long, so let's just find which ones look the most interesting." And just watch those. And so, like, um, I don't want to give out too many spoilers about them, but I'll talk about, like, some of my favorites that we watched. And, like, the Striking Vipers one, which is really funny. <laughs> that one that one got us. We were laughing our ass off because just, it's about these uh, two guys who get this VR headset and they get fighting game. And both of them are kind of, like, at a stage in their life where they're focused on family. And this is, like, this game that is the only way they're going to be able to interact as friends, basically. So, they're, so they both get this, like, new... Um, 
technology that's like this uh, VR game where it's sort of like Sword Art Online where it connects to the side of your temple and then it puts you in the game and you can feel everything that's going on inside of it and like a, like a full dive and so they get this fighting game and they both pick these characters and uh uh one one picks a guy character and the other one picks a chick and then they do start fighting and they're like damn this hurts <laughs> then all of a sudden they find out that they can have sex in the game <laughs> oh well, <laughs> it turns I, into a vr sex game and then they're all they're feeling very awkward because they're friends and like wait a second, should we be doing this? Is this, are we in love? <laughs> they're friends with gaming benefits. And they can, yes. and, you, and you can feel it. Yes. And they're both like, this is the best sex we've ever had. And then one guy who, with his wife, they're starting to have issues because he just wants to play his video game. And she doesn't know what's going on. She thinks he's cheating on her. <laughs> I mean, and then it leads to like, is it really cheating? Is it not cheating? Like the concept yeah. of what does it mean to cheat? Like, psychologically versus physically versus you know with your friend versus all that you know I mean, it just these shows are made to make you think about the world and issues that don't exist in the current day but kind of could and or exist in some pseudonym of this version also striking vipers is the fifth episode of the fifth season so you started okay, so it was, way yeah, recent yeah we jumped into that <laughs> But, oh man, we, the, my favorite part of that whole entire episode, both my sister and I were cracking up is when they finally meet afterwards, uh, because one guy slipped to his friend, I love you in the game. And he's like, we need to meet up and talk about this. So they meet up, uh, like he leaves his wife at like super late, like, I don't know, like 1am and then, uh, the other guy and they meet up at the, uh, at this like street corner. And then the one guy thinks they're about to fight because he crossed a line. He's like, all right, we go about, we going to fight or what? And the other guy's like, no, we're going to kiss. Oh, <laughs> they're cracking up. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, we got to know if this is real or not. And the kiss, they find out that they don't actually care for each other. They're like, nah, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> Oh, that's so, funny. so it was is wild. I love that episode. We were laughing our asses off the entire time. Problems we will be having ourselves in twenty years. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> and then we what? That one was a little bit funnier in tone, a bit lighter. Some of them were really heavy. Uh, there was another one that was crazy that I mentioned about like this woman who who. Um, she takes part in a free trial, a free experiment to have this parental control unit installed inside her, her daughter's brain. And it's this thing will, is connected to this sort of tablet that's specific for this. And she can see what her daughter is seeing. She can hear what her daughter is hearing. It tells her if her, uh, daughter is having some kind of increased heart rate or cortisol levels so that if there's something that's stressing her out and it will actually blur things out in her daughter's vision. So if she sees something that is stressing her out, it'll blur it out. Oh, that's cool. And it's insane because then it progresses where her mother is becoming dependent on it. Like, like they're just walking down the street and this dog starts barking and then she filters out the dog like, and so that her daughter can't see it. And then and uh, like while her daughter is young, she starts to become very 
different from other kids because these kids are they're you know they're talking about violent shows and they're uh discussing like it's filtering out also profanity and any kind of sexual um like uh content at all and so she doesn't understand what's going on and then it gets to a point where she starts stabbing herself because instead of blood coming out she just sees pixels coming out oh and it freaks her out and so her mother decides that she's going to put this away because it's obviously fucked up her child's brain until she becomes a teenager and she starts becoming dependent on it again. It's crazy. It goes to a crazy place. And I was like, oh my God, that was intense. <laughs> but, um, and that's really scary when you think that like, yeah, if that was a real thing, I could definitely see some parents being very dependent on that and going crazy over it. And I can't even imagine how much that would fuck you up if you're not able to experience all of these things in life that you, you kind of, that's a part of life. You kind of have to. So it's, it's crazy. But, um, it's like predicting a lot of stuff that could happen in the future. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is one all about like, um, kind of like Instagram where people were acting very fake because now your score on social media uh, depicts like who like your rank as a human so like you could only get certain like uh like you could only get apartments if you are if you are above a certain social link 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 as a social link social link <laughs> social social rank <laughs> and uh like and anyone can upvote you and anyone can downvote you so like if you you have to be very nice to people because if you're and be very fake because if you piss someone else off they could just downrank you and then you could lose everything you could lose your your house and it was that one was crazy as well but I'm, um i'm learning something the future is scary yeah, it's yeah. terrifying <laughs> if it gets out of hand. Um, I do want to talk imagine about being nice to people. Oh. Disgusting. Yeah, right. <laughs> and taking really stupid photos. Like I love it. One part, she takes a photo, like a fake photo of something that she's eating. She's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm in heaven." And then she takes a bite out, and she's like, "This is disgusting." Like <laughs> this is how like fake, like like how crazy Instagram kind of stuff gets. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. I, would, I did want to talk about Bandersnatch because I thought that was very interesting where this is on Netflix. You can quote unquote play it on Netflix. It is an interactive movie where you get to make the oh. choices of how it progresses. It's the Goosebump Choose Your Own Adventure book. <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> and that one got very meta because the character knows eventually that he is being controlled. That one is really cool. I recommend people to check it out. doesn't take long to get through. Um, like, I, I can't remember how long my sister and I were quote unquote watching slash playing it. And, Wik uh, but Wikipedia it does make, says, like, you make, sorry. sorry, I was going to say Wikipedia says it's about an hour and a half with variable length. Yeah, it depends. Um, we were making choices that were probably the correct choices, so it didn't take us very long to get through it and get to an ending. It does have multiple endings. Um, we had some fun with it because there were some parts where, like, like, you get to make the choices with your controller, and it will progress the story down the route that you choose. And sometimes it's really cool where it's like you choose, like, at very beginning, you get to choose, though, I want to listen to this album or this album, and then it'll mention that later in the story. We're like, great, that's crazy. Would it have mentioned the other album if we had chosen that one? And then, um, in the story uh, in this is about a guy who is developing a game in the, uh, I think it's early 90s, um, where he is developing a game about 
uh, choice, like like a choose your own adventure RPG game. And so it progresses and then all of a sudden he starts realizing that he is in an RPG, like choose your own adventure game. And it gets crazy from that point on. But we, we had some fun with it. There's some choices that we're like, like there's a part where um, this therapist says, let me let me let me ask you a question. If you are actually in a game, don't you think that your character that you would be more interesting? Basically saying that he's too boring to be in a game. And then your one of the options was uh let, let's fucking fight. And then you like toss tea in her face. I was like, "Oh my god." We were cracking up at, at that. But uh yeah, it's really cool. It's on Netflix. I recommend checking it out if you're into that kind of stuff. Wow. Man, you've been having a lot of fun on Netflix lately. Yeah, I have shit. That's all I've done for the past two weeks is watch Netflix. Between that, The Witcher, and all the other weird shit oh, we yeah, watched. The <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm so screwed because like all these games are coming out, and I, I keep I keep juggling whether or not whether or not I want to switch. And there are some games on it I want, but then Cyberpunk's coming out, and you've got two months, two months to make all your purchases and games now because once March hits. <clears throat> That's I mean, yeah. it's, it's over. I want to I mean, play Cyberpunk so bad. I mean, it's going to take me two months to get through the rest of the mop up all these PS4 games I've got. You know what I mean? And I was just looking at these Switch games, and there's a few of them I think look cool. And like, I want to get um, Senior Blade Chronicles 2 and Octopath Traveler. And like, but these are like 100 hour games. Like, I'm never going to finish these. I'm screwed. Um, yeah, so the NFL playoffs. So some people do, do seem to care about this. There was some activity on our, on our Discord about it. Has been heating up pretty well. We've had some pretty exciting games so far. They've all been close games, all three of them. Um, yesterday, the Buffalo Bills played at the uh, <clears throat> at the Houston Texans, and Buffalo hasn't won a playoff game in, since like 1994 or something ridiculous. It's been like 23 years since they've won a playoff. But they game. haven't they haven't made the playoffs in a while as well. Yeah, right. well, New England always wins the division, pretty much. So yeah. I think New, New England has won that division um, something like every single year since 2000, except for, I think, 2009. It was the year that Brady tore his ACL. Um, Miami made the playoffs. So, yeah, so Buffalo really hasn't. And so they were up uh, 16 to nothing on the Texans, just pounding the hell out of the Texans yesterday. And then, like, at the end of the game, as Buffalo does, they – they choked it away. They uh, Houston went down and tied the game. Then they then Houston went up by three, and then Buffalo tied it, and then went to overtime. And Houston ended up winning in overtime, which is just like brings just such joy to me because I hate <laughs> I, I hate Buffalo and their fans so much. These are the fans that like get drunk and like set each other on fire out in the parking lot of the of the stadium. Like there's all there's always a video every week after their games are over in their in the parking lot of the of the stadium. They're called the Bills Mafia. And there's like, I saw a video this year of a guy jumping off a car to try to break a plastic table in half, but he missed the table and just face planted face first into the cement. And he, like, <laughs> he either died, he either died or broke his neck. I mean, it was just, these people are crazy. So, and, and their arrival of my team. So they lost um, very disappointingly, which made me very happy. Then my team played later, later last night, I was at an arcade where, um, where I play rhythm games and my, I didn't really expect my team to win. The game yesterday, because our offense has been playing pretty badly all year, um, I don't even know whose fault it is. It could be Tom Brady's fault, but um, we really don't have a tight end at all. And our offense. And you have one one wide receiver. 
Yeah, we have we have Edelman who had a shoulder and who had a shoulder injury and I think a broken rib, and then we have then we have like the corpse of Mohamed Sanu and then and something called Philip Dorsett and uh, Nikhil Harry and there's just like no one to throw to. So I don't I don't know whose fault it is, but the team looked really bad yesterday. The went they went into halftime fourteen to thirteen. The Titans were ahead. And the the game ended up ending the fourteen to thirteen because New England's defense is so so strong that the Titans couldn't do much. But even though the Titans' defense is kind of average, New England still couldn't score because their offense is terrible. So it was kind of a, a disappointing game. And what's worse was that um, Brady had the ball with a chance to win the game at the end, and um, he threw he threw a pass to Edelman on third third and six to get the first down. And there was like no one even near Edelman. It it would have been like me. It would have been like just had like. Me throwing a ball across my living room to a professional and then him dropping it. I mean, it was just a, uh, a complete encapsulation of the whole season of like just dysfunction of the team's receivers just being terrible. Where Edelman, mm-hmm. Edelman, who is actually a like really good receiver, does have a history of dropping the ball. And he was just, there was no one even near him. He just dropped it wide open, not even a tough throw. So and that and that killed that drive. I was just like, was Shit. it one of the times where like the receiver like already starts turning his body to look upfield and like make the next play before he I I know comes down with it or he just I know what you're saying and I'm not really sure but like he was square okay. square right to the ball like it just hit him right in the chest and he just dropped it. I mean it was just brutal. Um, and I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding! Like this is how the season ends with a drop. And then they got the ball back with like 20 seconds left, and I'm like, well, we need a miracle. Brady throws the ball to Sanu. Sanu bobbles it, and then the and then the receiver, the defender, intercepted it for a pick six at touchdown. And I was like, Brady's last throw of his career maybe is going to be a pick six from a bobble from his receiver. And I'm just like, this is just such such a highlight of the whole season of like these receivers are terrible. Like it's just brutal. Like I think Brady will retire because there's really no one to throw to. Like he has no one to play with. So. Um, then I just watched. So, um, so next week, or so, yeah, so next week we've got um, the Texans will play at the Chiefs, and more than likely the Chiefs they're just going to destroy the Texans. They're an eight, they're an eight point favorite in Las Vegas right now, and the Titans are going to play at the Ravens, and the Ravens are a ten point favorite according to Vegas. So, um, that's a massive. It's huge. That's a massive favorite for like professional sports teams at this level. Like, yeah, like you should see like that spread in like college or something, but in the NFL, like. That's that's massive. Ten is a lot, and if you were me, you'd bet the Titans in this game because that's just too much, too many points for a team that can run the ball that effectively. They're they have like the best running game in the league, and they're going to be able to keep the other team off the field a little bit if they can run the ball. And um, I would bet the Titans personally. <clears throat> um, I might I probably I would probably bet the Chiefs and the Titans. Um, this is not 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 a professional gambling advice podcast. Um, then I just watched the the Vikings play the Saints and. I strongly dislike the Saints because I hate their coach. Sean Payton is just he grosses me out. And um, they, all, they, they uh, the Saints. Who who is that? I may ask. I don't know who that. <laughs> and and they lost by six in overtime. So that was that was delightful. So it's a it's a mixed bag, you know. I I didn't, I didn't think the Patriots are going to win, but at least the other two teams I wanted to win did win. Now and as we speak, the Seahawks are just started against the Eagles, and the Eagles have, um. Just their fan base could have like an epic Braveheart style battle with the Bills fan base, and it would, or like a Vindland Saga style battle, and they would just tear each other to little pieces. They're just so crazy. So I will, we'll see who wins that. But I don't know. I really think that the Ravens will 
the Ravens just feel like no one can beat them. Like, I mean, it just seems like they're probably the favorite right now. And but uh, but their quarterback is so young. I, I wonder if he might just choke and unravel under the pressure of the moment because he kind of did last year. So we'll have to see. Hmm. But um, have you been keeping up with this at all, Mason? Uh, I have only, I mean, tangentially because my Bears never had a chance to make it in. So it's one of those things where, you know, do I cheer for the the Vikings because they're in the same like division and conference and we can say, oh, well, we lost to them. So that makes us good. Or are they our rivals and I have to poo poo them? I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm just at the end of the day, I'm still pretty apathetic towards football as a whole. So I just like good games like it's good for the sport. It's good for the league. Don't want people getting injured up and down and just it's exciting. And I'd like that, you know, two of the three games have been in overtime. Yeah. Well, they were all close. I mean, the like, like I said, the New England game was only one point. And it so. was still coming down to, like, the final drive, so. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, like, you know, I think, I feel like most, any other year, if Brady gets the ball with two minutes left down one point, like, the game's over. Like, Brady just goes down and scores because he's done it, like, like 40 times. But not this year. If they just couldn't, just no, just no one to catch the football. So there's no Gronk. Gronk's I will not, say, Gronk's like in there. the the Bills Texans game, the one that went to overtime, they yeah, uh, the Texans had that big play at the end where they kind of turned the tables and marched down the field, and it was like first down, and their coach was like, "No, what? We're just going to kick the field goal now. Like, I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to yeah. try to even get in a better spot. Like, I just trust my guy to do it. I'm <laughs> like, that's kind of like a risky move in that like you look real bad." But, you know, it was close enough that he felt confident. So I thought that was a, a ballsy play, and I like that. It's tough for me. Like, I mean, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? If you could pick a team right now that's left, who would you, who would you pick? Um, I feel like the Chiefs are kind of like a new, like, the young vanguards. Um, more so than, like, like, the Ravens feel like they have a youthful, like, fresh team. But, like, they've been successful more recently like I always like when leagues are tumultuous and you know teams kind of not that the Chiefs came out of nowhere but yeah. you know they're more fresh they're more deserving in my eyes so and you're, uh so you're going with the Chiefs I'll go for the Chiefs do I think they're gonna win it from the little analysis I've seen probably not but uh that's that's I'd feel I feel good I feel all right if they won I wouldn't be like oh not not that team not those fans this is tough for me because I've I've been watching football as like a rabid fan for so long that I mm-hmm. I actually hate like half the teams in the league for some reason oh. for <laughs> some stupid reason. So like the Chiefs I hate because I don't like their quarterback. I think he's a punk. Um, okay. The Titans I don't wouldn't root for because they just beat my team. The, the the Ravens I wouldn't root for because I don't like their coach and because of Deflate Gate. Um, San Francisco I wouldn't root for because their quarterback was, used to be the backup for New England. Um, Buffalo, I can't root for because their fans are insane in their arrival of my team. Um, can't can't root for them anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, they're dead. They're out now. I know, yeah. I know what you mean. I, yeah, I know what you mean. The Saints, I can't root for even though they're out because their coach is a nutbag. Um, the the Eagles, I can't root for because their fans uh, like tackle children in the in the parking lot of their stadium that are wearing the other team's jerseys because <laughs> they're totally insane. And I guess that leaves like the Vikings and the and the the Vikings, Houston, and Seattle, and. I guess uh, between I the Seattle, I can do Seattle. I, I guess it's going to be Seattle or Houston for me because I don't really hate Seattle and I don't hate Houston. So it's got to be, I guess it's got to be one of the, 
it's just so sad. <laughs> it's so it's so brutal when you just I don't know. I have so much hate in my heart. I probably need therapy. Just uh, you know, if you have trouble like cheering for a team, what I've learned is just make bets. Once you have money on the line, you'll cheer a lot harder mm-hmm. than you did before. Yeah, so <laughs> I made three bets this year and I ended up winning all of them. So made, oh, very nice. Uh, I don't know. It just makes I don't know. It's like, do I buy a switch or do I buy snowshoes? <laughs> with the or with, you with put the in gamble. a big bet and you buy both. Oh, but see, I could lose all the money I won. Yeah, well, the, the enjoyment you'll get out Mason. of the bet is someone who has never placed a bet in his life. <laughs> Mason's like, Mason's like, bet the two hundred fifty dollars winnings you got on. Yeah, and and buy both or lose both. Listen, I just made a uh, probably the biggest Costco like purchase of my life. Just like coming back from break and just loading up, and I feel I've oh, never no, felt more like an adult. It was like. <laughs> Just shy of four hundred dollars. Yeah, this oh, is. Damn. I've never felt like such an adult this is Mason, at Costco. Mandy. This, this is, is over a hundred dollars <laughs> in savings. I couldn't not buy it. This is the man who. Oh eats, my gosh. This is the man that eats like four thousand calories a meal. Now you remember what you just said the next time you judge me for my Barnes and Noble purchases. Listen, I <laughs> look. There is so much savings. I couldn't help it. I, <laughs> do, 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 do you have like a meat freezer or like a like a chest freezer or something that you put all that food in? I mean, no, no. No, but I I do load up everything. How do you keep all that food fresh until you eat it all? I mean, a lot of it just doesn't oh, expire one for weekend. a while. It's all <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all, just it's, one it's, weekend. It's, it's, it's four hundred per weekend. It's all canned food and dry goods. Like, how could that? How could you? I mean, part of it is canned, but like, for example, we don't need to go long. Uh, no one it's cares about these It's just all beans. Like, it's a, for example, they had protein pow- like it's protein ki- powder was like half off. Oh well, shit! So like, if you're buying stocked protein, up on that, if I, I I I don't mean to interrupt you, but four hundred bucks doesn't buy much protein powder. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't all protein powder. I'm not that kind of guy, but you know, oh, there was so much good stuff well, there. I went to Costco and bought sixty pounds of protein powder. <laughs> that that <laughs> probably cost you and for, beans <laughs> and beans. Oh don't forget the the legendary beans. Listen, I guarantee you, by the end of this year. Uh, I'm too lazy to do math, but however many weekdays there are, I'm going to have just about that many cans of beans for lunch, and it will be uh, the same as it is every time. <laughs> Something. Your co- the coworker in the next uh, office will love you, I'm sure. They all love me. So you're playing like a <laughs> Everyone sim- loves me. As you're playing a, sim- a symphony through your bunghole. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that was fun. All right, guys. Well, we have a podcast to do. We have to go... Um, Talk about people who just do nothing but murder each other viciously and eat lots of meat because that's what that's what Vinland Saga is yeah. all about. That's what the yeah. life of a Viking is. Eat, eat I can meat get behind and, that. Eat meat and kill each other. And, yeah. And drink and drink lots of beer and wine. Ale. All right, guys. See you next time on Hobby Addicts. <laughs> See ya. Take care. Bye, Bye guys.